What happened? Um, welcome to the Legendary Geek House, folks. I'm Eric. And I'm Carl. And this is the podcast where we think that the true hero of the MCU is the rat in Paul Rudd's van. <laughs> You're not wrong like, at all, dude. Like, no one gives the rat credit. Ha- they say it's Paul Rudd. Ant-Man is the one that came up with the idea. But guess what? If it wasn't for that rat, he would have been still trapped in the in the, with a microverse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, they called it something. I'm trying. I, I, you're asking the wrong guy. I watched it again <laughs> twice. Two times was enough for me. I never even. Uh, I don't quantum, even think I watched the, the Quantum Realm. Quantum Realm. Okay, yeah. I'm about to say because I only watched Ant Man and the Wasp once because that's all you really need to watch that movie. Yeah, for sure. I like I like Ant Man and I like Paul Rudd just fine, but that movie I didn't care for. The first one was great. Oh, a hundred percent! It was fantastic. It had all the funny, all the right jokes, and uh, what was it? That the, I mean, the ant that at the very end of the movie when the ant comes running down the stairs and scares the police, and he's just like, "That's some, that's a weird dog." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like it's 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 the rat and Ken Jeong. They, them two together, forget Bruce Banner, forget Tony Stark, forget Thor. You know, Senior Chang. <laughs> he is the he he's the pinnacle, the the alpha and the omega. He is yeah, inevitable. I, I still haven't watched last week's episode of WandaVision or tonight's episode. Oh, man. I watched it. I I just I've already had it spoiled for me. But oh, man. you and me already it, it talked about it. It doesn't even matter. Like, let them spoil the whole ending. Sitting there and watching it and experiencing it, you can't beat it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like people could sit there and like certain things people could tell you about and be like, "Well, great, now I know the surprise ending." And it's just like, well, the thing is, the thing is, Agnes was the worst kept secret in the MCU. They made a point to make her known in every single episode. And I mean, her name was Agnes, as it is, and Agnes, yeah. Agatha. I mean, you kind of put two and two together, and that's what you got. Oh yeah, well she would she would she would constantly break the fourth wall inside the confines of the TV show that Wanda was projecting or what whatever whatever she created. So I did see a post the other day that showed that every two episodes is. I know it's only I know it's only like what it's supposed to be nine episodes. Yeah. So I don't know how this really worked out, but for some odd reason, the like every two episodes for the first six episodes was a stage of uh, grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, looking back on it now, it definitely, especially like once you you see what ha- the events of this this latest episode, it yeah, it that le- it leans into that real hard. Yeah, I heard like the first two episodes was uh, denial. Then the yeah. second two episodes, uh, the, uh, the the three and four, was anger. Yeah, and I think five and six was uh, depression. I think so. yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, they were, they were they were little downers, a little bit. Or was it was it depression or was it something else? Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> like I, I know that now she's just like kind of over it like she's kind of accepting what's yeah. happened i do i do gather that much yeah this like the my one gripe about wandavision is the fact that you know it says that the episode's 45 minutes long but there's 12 minutes of credits at the end yeah, I was noticing that with the first you know, couple of episodes. So, like, I mean, I get it. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, you got to go through all the, the subtitle stuff. Like, there's a huge. I mean, it's a massive production, so the, the, uh, it's it's gonna take some time to get everybody's name out there. But it was just like, holy jeez. Like, we're like sitting in. And it's like you know, check to see how long the episode is. It's like, oh hell yeah, it's 45 minutes. And then it was just like, I mean, it goes in a blink of an eye. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter, like. You know, it could be, it could be, they could be two hours long. Ten, it, it's sort of like ten minutes has gone by and the episode's over, and you're just, just wanting more. That's the, I, like, time does not react properly when you're watching this show. 
It really does it because I remember the uh, when I finally got into the show, which was about episode three. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting there watching it, and I paused it to go do something, and I came back, and it said that I had I was at the twenty minute mark, and it still said I had like seven minutes. So I'm like, fucking hey! So I hit play, and like yeah. it played for like three more minutes, and then went to credits. I'm like, where did it? Where did? Where yeah, did exactly. It oh, I know. It's just like, yeah, you you think you you're just getting to the meat. And then it's just like, ah, 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 see you next week. Yeah, right. Oh, you know, just oh. always with the cliffhangers with that show, too. Jesus. Always. And it's been confirmed by, uh, I think, what was his name? Uh, Fer, Fig? Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah, it's been confirmed by him that anybody who, and I'm glad I started watching it because of this, because I was actually a big fan of the Doctor Strange movie. Uh, oh, Doctor Strange was sick, man. So good. They're now saying that if you don't watch WandaVision at all and you go into Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness, you're going to be confused about a lot of the events, which kind of makes me excited to see how WandaVision is going to end when you say something like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, like I really like that they're tying in the series with you know, the eventual, like, this, whatever, this phase of, of movies, because... I gave up it, counting. Oh, man. I'm just what watching are they, what are they, like Yeah, it's, like, phase, like, 98 or something like that. Like, <laughs> now, no, I did... Uh, I don't think we ever talked about it. Like, you know how Thanos was the big bad from uh, the first yeah. uh, saga, I guess you'd say. Who are you hoping would be the main bad for this saga? Um... Well, I mean, if you if you listen to uh, you know the listen to read the internet, they're uh, they're everybody's like, oh, it's Mephisto, it's Mephisto, like ah, that'd be cool, I guess. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I could see where that would be like a part of the show, yeah. but I'm talking about like for the whole saga for the MCU movies. Uh, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stop with giving away secret identities, and we'll be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's concentrate on the little things. Let's get like this is the like the best part about Wandavision is it's not the same, same tried and true Marvel formula. You know, like we've talked about it last time. We've talked about it privately. You know, it's 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 the same thing. You know, hero meets villain, loses fight, training montage, defeats villain, rinse and repeat. You know. Yeah, it's definitely a lot different with this one. There's definitely some really there's a, this this show definitely brought darkness to the MCU where we haven't had a whole lot. I think we had like a little bit in Civil War, uh, we had it in Infinity War, and definitely had a lot of darkness in Endgame. But this is bringing in a whole new level of darkness. Oh yeah, dude, it's it's kind of cool. Like um, again, to bring up. Uh, Oh gosh, what's his face? Your buddy's there, favorite guy, Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> you know, he 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 made the analogy of the first, like the first whatever the the Infinity Saga was like heavily rooted in science, and now they're bringing magic. So now it's going to be a whole other, you know, look yeah. on on things, especially especially when they're doing what like, Blade and they're bringing vampires and you know. See, that's why I'm hoping that we get somebody like, uh, what was his name? Annihilus? Yeah. I think that's how you say his name? I'm sorry. Some of the some comic book names, especially with Marvel, uh, it's really hard to re- like pronounce some of the names without some form of like... Oh, yeah. You're going to butcher them. I think, and it's funny. And it's funny because the, the little leprechaun guy from Superman, I know his name perfectly because cartoons. Uh, Mixelflick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try saying that five times fast. Right. <laughs> Especially when it's like spelled M-X-X-Y-Z-Z. Like, it makes no sense in the spelling, but it's Mixelplex. So, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bite. Yeah, yeah, good enough. <laughs> but while we're on the topic of Marvel, you introduced me, and I'll let you talk about it at first because you were the one who brought it to me. You found a new podcast this week that, holy shit, made, I care about Marvel now. 
<laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I just driving in the car and, uh, you know, friggin' Sirius XM always gives you, uh, like free previews and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm just, I don't even remember what station it was, it was, but then there's this commercial for, uh, uh, the Marvel method, which is, um, a, a Marvel comics centered podcast hosted by method man of the Wu-Tang clan, Mr. Myth. That's right. And, uh, and if you don't like myth, if you don't like Wu-Tang, then, uh, this is the wrong podcast for you. I'm I just going to throw even, that out even, there right now. I don't even think that man, like you can be just like, do you like good interviews? Do you like comic books? Like, you know, it's yeah. Like the first episode, like you can get it on, it's on Spotify. It has friggin' It has DMC from Run DMC, and they exactly. talk about like it, it's 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 a compelling story. You know, Math is a hell of an interview. It's tremendous. Like you know, get it where you get your podcast. After you listen to this one, go listen to that one. Because yeah, Crumbs listened to it already. Oh man, it's it's so good. Like I can't I I can't say enough. Like the more I, the, <laughs> I feel like the more I talk about it, the more I'm like going to be like. Uh, you know, it's all right, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to eventually just, just be like, ah, you know, like, uh, listen to it, it's good, it's good. I really like, don't yeah. see you doing that. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really good. It's, if you like hearing, it's like there's, you know, like he has, you know, like he asks uh, DMC what his origin story is and how he got, like, that's, a, I, I thought that was a really great way to ask like, you know, how did you get into comic books? It's like, what's your origin story? That's, you know, that's so good. And, you know, like the two of them talk back and forth. And, like, you know, they're just, they're, they're natural showmen too. So it's, it's easy to get lost in the interview. And it's, it's really good. It's, yeah, check it out. And, you know, one of the things that I, when I listened to it, that it, it blew my mind. I never even would have considered it. But, I think it was DMC that made the remark that really opened my eyes to Marvel is one of the greatest characters in Marvel comics is New York city. Yeah, it's true. Cause like, you know, as much as we love DC, you know, it's Gotham city, it's star city, it's, you know, metropolis, you know, they, these, up. these are not yet. Yeah, they're based on New York city. They're based on, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess if you want to take, like, the Nolan Batman movies, Chicago, you know, Chicago's very Gotham, you know. But, uh, yeah, they're not, it's not the actual real-life city. It's not, you know, like, there's landmarks that are in the comic books that you can actually go to. You know, you could be, you know, where, you know, on the, the you know, where Spider-Man fought Doc Ock and, the, you know, just, you name it. You know, Hell's Kitchen, that's a real place. That's, you know, that's yeah. Daredevil's house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it's just, it just blew my mind, especially when, you know, Run, or not Run, excuse me, DMC, when DMC actually made the remark of, you know, a lot of his rhymes are based on, like, he, he gets his knowledge of rhyming through comics and the fact that he, did that one where he was basing it off of Thor. I was just like, holy shit. I never caught that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just cool. There's no other, there's no other word to describe it. It's just, You're cool. right. you know, go listen to it. Yeah, exactly. Once you finish this one. Yes. Finish this one. <laughs> yeah, finish this one. Go check it out. Go grab it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're unfamiliar with Method Man or or DMC, I recommend going to pick up some Wu-Tang, some Method Man and Red Man, some Run DMC, you know, all that's good music. Yeah, if 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 you don't know what it is, get familiar because, you know, it's history. I mean, you're not wrong. No. And, oh, Frank, speaking of, of, of history, you know, on top of comic books and all that stuff, you know, we're, 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 we're both pretty heavy gamers yes. and, uh, you know, there's a, you know, a, a, there's a, there's a, there's a sad history of 
awful video game movies. You know? I know where you're going. Super Mario Brothers. Ugh. Uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Maybe not so much the original one from the 90s. Annihilation. I got, a, I got a soft spot for that. Annihilation is just hot garbage. I have. Uh, I don't think I've ever made it through the whole movie. No. No. Oh man, like the uh, the acting's so bad, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's they, oh, it's just yeah. Just, I think oh, when they turned God. Christopher Lambert from t- they took Christopher Lambert out of Raiden, I was just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, but it had James Romero, the king of the sequels. I don't care. The guy's in every single <laughs> He's the guy. It's like, oh, Christopher Lambert doesn't want to do it anymore. All right, James Romero, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> He's cool. Come be in this movie. Sick. Is it a sequel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, it is, sir. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, talk about an all-time abomination of a friggin' movie. Oh, you think Van Damme, Raul Julia? Man. It was plain awful. Yeah. I actually do remember watching that one, unfortunately. God, oh. it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I mean, I don't know. When I was a kid, I thought it was sick. Like Van Damme's Guile? Hell yeah. Like, how could it go wrong to like, you know, like 12, 13-year-old <laughs> me? Like, come on. I, I was about it. And then Raul Julia, I was like, I was like, Gomez Adams is M. Bison? Yes. Ken and Ryu are gun smugglers? Yes. West Studios, Sagat? Come on. It's actually a, a phenomenal movie on paper. <laughs> on paper. But on when film is a whole... <laughs> Absolutely. It's a whole other just dumpster fire. I think my guilty pleasure of a crappy video game movie was Double Dragon. Oh, dude. Double... Yeah. I actually kind of still enjoy that from time to time. Oh man, I haven't watched Scott. it in like many, many years. But yeah, I'm man, feeling... was it what's his name? Scott Wolf. Yeah. Party of Five. Uh, Alyssa Milano was. Uh... Oh my God! Why am I blanking on their name? This is just. Oh. I can't think of I can't think of her name, but I know you got Billy and Jim Lee. Yeah. Bill Lee and Jim Lee. I think was it Jim Lee. Yeah, Billy and Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, the Double Dragons. Yeah. I enjoy it. Which, fun fact, I have like a friggin', I have a copy of Double Dragon 2 on the NES in box with the manual, the whole thing. It's like, it's got some wear on the corners, but other than that, it's mint. It's perfect. One, one, it's one of my prized possessions. That next, and Turtles next, in Time. Oh, yes, yeah, so I got a copy, right? This is going to be awful <laughs> for the audio listeners, but if you can see right there, <laughs> if you can see that's that's with the your box. ears that's the box yeah see yeah visualize the box sitting on top of a black bookshelf it was a great box it's pristine i mean the box is actually pretty haggard but like you know it's a sentimental it's you know like it's the, the sentimental value on it is unreal but yeah, for you folks for you folks who can't see he's also got superman 64 right on top like he's played it recently Oh man, yeah, that's fresh out of the '64, right next to ET on, on the Atari 2600. Jesus <laughs> Hell yeah, you want to play some shitty games, dude? I got them. <laughs> oh god, you went, you went with the. Oh god, you went with the ET on Atari. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, that was the worst selling <laughs> video game ever. Yeah, single-handedly, almost you know, took down Atari and. Oh, you know, Christ. If anybody if anybody out there hasn't watched the documentary on, like, them finding... Because, like, the myth was that, you know, they returned all these copies of E.T. and then buried them in a landfill in, like, New Mexico. And uh, there's a documentary about them actually finding the landfill and uncovering all of the entire... I, for the life of me, can't remember the name, and I'm too lazy to Google it. So that's your homework assignment for today, everyone. Go find the name of that documentary. Watch it where you find your uh, your favorite streaming platform. <laughs> but you are you are getting at something about bad video game movies. Oh yeah. So okay. So yeah. There's the, you know they, there's a history of bad video game movies, and they're giving the most one of the most heinous ones a uh, bit of a bit of a, a a reboot, if you will. Is it yes. safe to call it a reboot? 
Yeah, it is a reboot. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat. They just, uh, they, you know, they put the trailer out for that. Was it last week? Yes. Yeah, last last week. In between in between podcasts. You know? It was last Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the day, yeah. In, right, in, right in between Legendary Geek Out's episodes, they dropped the trailer just for us to talk about it today. And, uh, man, like. Holy shit. Yeah, straight up. Just, whoa. Like. It starts off they're tra- they're 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 chasing you know it's got Sonya Blade and Jax and then I mean like it's thirty seconds into the trailer Sub Zero is breaking is you know destroying Jax's arms. Freezes Dude, they the showed that in the trailer. Up. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, freezes his arms and then just shatters them at the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, so it's like God. It's it. Oh, it was like I'm not like what am I? What it? What are they? What, it's like, what is happening? Is this is like, oh, 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 hell, no, no, and then, you know, his arms just shatter, you know. It's like, oh, and then, oh my gosh, like they're going through. They're talking about, you know, there, there's a a new character. Uh, to to be fair, I'm not real hip to the Mortal Kombat universe, not so much anymore. Um. So like there's they're introducing a new character that has a mark and they're supposed to be entering the tournament to fight for Earth sovereignty or whatever you know whatever their whatever their uh, their thing is. (laughs) Yeah, next week next week we have a guest coming on, Alex uh, from Wisher Spaghetti Policy, and he's a diehard Mortal Kombat fan, and he literally wrote out an entire essay in a text message he sent me explaining the lore for this movie. And apparently uh, Cole is a made-for-movie character. Like, he is not in a previous game. Okay, cool. I explained to him, I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game since Ultimate MK3. <laughs> you know, uh, me too. No, I played a little bit of Mortal Kombat 4 when they first went from, like, the 2D, like, you know, traditional... Uh, you know, fighting game to like yeah. the 3D stage where you can jump in and out and move around. Uh, I tell you that back. The last, the last video game, last Mortal Kombat I played was one that, from what I've gathered, no one speaks of, and it was that really god awful action adventure Sub Zero game that was like a side scroller and. You actually ran around fighting, like bought like little minions for whoever the hell that level's boss was, and then the final boss was like a Mortal Kombat fight. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, well, yeah, it was Mortal Kombat anthologies, wasn't that it? That one, yes. Yeah, yeah. Did they do I, another one with like Liu Kang and Kung Lao? They might have, but like I said, I gave up after I played. That. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's enough, yeah, enough is enough. Um, Mortal Kombat Eleven is supposed to be like super sick. The fact they have Rambo. And RoboCop as as playable characters, I think is sick. And I think I think uh, like Schwarzenegger's uh, Terminator, yeah, T eight hundred, yeah. Uh, I think I think that's pretty cool. Rambo just <laughs> like his fatality, just it zooms in on his face, just being like, <laughs> and then just he's just shooting dudes with his uh, with his machine gun, like Rambo three style. I actually, uh, Bill. Actually, it showed me because I was playing Injustice when he came over one day to help Kara with uh, setting up her stream. And he, I was playing Injustice, and he was Injustice 2. And I, he said, Have you seen Sub Zero's uh, moves? I was like, I haven't played a Sub Zero. I, I, I believe I'm playing a DC game. I'm going to play as the DC characters. Well, he was like, If Sub Zero wins, but aren't in a they? Fight, oh, are, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but isn't. Aren't. Mortal Kombat, like, isn't that like part of the DC universe in some way? Because they did have the 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 Mortal yes. Kombat versus DC video game, so doesn't I, isn't that like tie them together? I think they did that because Nether Realms makes Mortal Kombat and the Arkham games and all that, and the Injustice games. So okay. they did do that one video game that was uh, Mortal Kombat or DC Universe versus Mortal Kombat. Okay, cool. But. uh he said if Sub-Zero wins in a fight, he has a uh, special, like, Sub-Zero win screen. 
and it, I looked it up, and they don't because it's Mortal Kombat, and it's, or it's because it's Injustice, and it's still you know rated T for teen. They can't put graphic violence up there. But anybody who's played Mortal Kombat knows exactly what this is, and it's where it goes automatically through the eyes of whoever the other person is, the person Sub Zero is fighting. You're looking through his eyes, and you see Sub Zero use his ice blast, and then you, all of a sudden the person gets real still, and Sub Zero just walks up, reaches off camera, and then you see it, your head snap to the side, and then get lifted up, and you hear blood dripping on the ground. Huh. So, Holy shit. That's about the closest thing to... To a fatality that that game yeah. got. Oh, absolutely. I thought it was kind of interesting. So, well, there's that. What, wasn't, wasn't, like, going back to the, the MK versus DC universe, um, wasn't the Joker the only one, the only character from DC to have a fatality? No, all the villains from DC had fatalities. Ah. Because they were the only ones that could kill. It was the heroes that did not have fatalities. Yeah, yeah I'm saying that's that's the one. Like, I don't know, man. If you're gonna have a Mortal Kombat game, man, like Batman's gonna snap some necks. Uh, yeah, you know, Golden like like Batman like, su- snap like 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 Superman could have just grabbed somebody by the scruff of the neck and just fire them into the sun or something. You know, like they've had ample opportunity to do that shit with evil Superman from injustice. And they haven't taken that because he's been killing people left and right, but yet he will not kill any of the other people from the justice league. Yeah. That's, they got a weird code, you know? (laughs) I don't know. know. Yeah. But, oh, we also got a quick snip of uh, Goro, like two split seconds of Goro. Oh yeah. He was leaping through the air. I was like, now this, that's Goro. I didn't like, as Funny as the Goro Johnny Cage fight was in the original movie. Oh man, one of the, the best. Goro one, of, often. One, of, one of the best lines in cinematic history. You know, we kind of shit on the movie a little bit early on, but like one of the best lines ever is like, "Hey, those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole!" And then just does a splits punch and like, oh my god, so good. No, it was like he did the split punch and then punched him in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. He was crawling up the mountain like, damn it, that hurt. Yeah, big old, big old rubber suit girl. I'm a groin. I kind of want to watch Mortal Kombat now, like if the first one, the original one. Oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like the dude, like the dude who played Liu Kang in the in the original Mortal Kombat movies was perfect. Oh, like shit. this, the, the the new guy they got. I mean, you only you only see him for a quick second as they introduce each character. You know, in the in the new in the new trailer, but like, yeah, the Robin Shoe in the first one was like pretty pretty legit. And we got Kung Lao this time too. I'm really excited to see his uh, hat spinning techniques. Oh, oh yeah, that'll be. I mean, if there's anything like you know, and then they show. I mean, I I don't know who the dude is, like in the forest with like the harpoons, like shooting, you know, killing people, like. There's like outside of a temple, and I think that was the backstory for Scorpion. Ah, because if you watch the animated movie uh, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge, okay, oh man, that movie is fucking bloody. Nice. But that's basically what that is that's showing because apparently, uh, the Sub Zero's clan and Scorpion's clan were at war with each other, so Scorpion was protecting his own. And he like squared off against the clan by himself. And while he was out there doing that, Sub Zero was apparently in the building and murdered his entire family. Ah. Well, either way, he dispatches people with the greatest of ease. Oh yes. And then they show like the Sub Zero Scorpion fight. He he like cuts them. And then makes an ice dagger out of his blood, and then stabs him with his own blood. He <laughs> stabs like... him with his own blood, then like splatters the blood, and while it's still like spraying, he freezes the blood to make an ice wall, and then throws him through it. Yeah, this is, and this is this is all in the trailer. It's disgusting. It's and this amazing. is not counting it's... the last two seconds of the trailer when he said finish him, and then it shows like all these people just getting butchered. Oh, like, man. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Kano. Oh, 
Kano. I had to look it up. I thought that the guy playing Kano was actually the guy who plays uh, Boomerang. Oh yeah, I thought yeah, I thought it was Jai Courtney for a second too. And uh, it was it wasn't, but I was like, how fucking sweet would it be if it was? Oh man, if you put Jai Courtney in anything, I'll watch it. <laughs> it's kind of like Jeff Goldblum. Oh man, just not not quite, man. Me and Jeff Goldblum, like we got a thing. Love that guy. <laughs> but I do have to gripe. While still on the topic of comic books and video games, I've got to gripe for a minute because today it was announced that we are getting a comic book series in April. Batman and Fortnite. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anybody who knows me absolutely knows that I cannot stand Fortnite. I think it's a... It's a game that's made for kids, but adults play it and take that shit seriously. But kids have gotten so bad about the game. Like, I guess different. Like, my kids, they play it, but they play it in, like, a friendly environment. They invite their friends to play it, so it stays. It's not, like, randoms that they're playing against. But some of these kids are little assholes about this game. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is true, man. It is a glorified carpenter simulator, that's for sure. But uh, I, I honestly, I know I, I understand where you're coming from. You're just you know, you know, you get off my lawn, you know, leave my comic books in my leave them alone, you know. <laughs> but like I, I look at it this way, like they've 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 added so many characters into the game. I mean, you know, we they they Batman's already been there before. You know, so you've already seen him flossing and doing all the dances and don't, stuff. Don't, don't, we <laughs> but, don't talk about that. No, you know, look, listen, listen, listen. John Wick is near and dear to my heart, but he's in there too. You know, Thanos is in there, which yeah, apparently, but, which, which apparently was super cool because, like, if you got, like, it wasn't like you could buy the skin and then play. Like, it was something like a random encounter or something you picked up in the game, and then you became invincible for. Like in a, in whatever amount of time it was, or something, something like that. I don't know. I've never, I've, I've never played Fortnite, so I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I can't say one way or the other. But see, where I understand where you're, you're just like it's, it's not right. But at the same time, it is right because it's gonna get kids' eyes on comic books. Yeah, there's gonna be a, there's a Fortnite tie-in, but like, I mean, let's face it, man, the game is huge. It's massive. You know, <laughs> yeah. Whether, however, you, however, which way we want to feel about it, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not here to def to defend it. You know, it just, it just, it, it just exists, and you know, but uh, it's gonna get, it's gonna get eyes on comic books that probably wouldn't, you know, like kids these days don't want to pick up a book and read it. You know, they're going to pick up their tablet. They're going to, you know, they're going to cry for mommy and daddy's cell phone. I see it all the time in the barbershop. You know, kids just want the phone. You know, they want that. But, like, maybe they'll reach for a comic book even though they see their favorite Fortnite character. And then it's like, oh, shoot, there's Batman. You know? And they'll be like, it's it's it, it's it's a gateway. It's a, it's a you, you jump, you know, it's a jumping off point. You know? Yeah, it's like... Uh... And, 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 you know, about the whole tablet thing, I can't really say anything about that because I read all of my comics, as you know, on a tablet. I, but if they're actually using a tablet, which is a reading device for reading, you can't really fault that. So, yeah, I no. kind of see where you're coming from with that. That's a good, a good argument know? right there. Yeah, like instead of next time loading the Fortnite mobile app or, you know, whatever it is, maybe they'll load, maybe they'll load Comixology. You know, maybe they'll, 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 They'll load Marvel Unlimited. Especially you know? if, you know, the kids aren't like mine where they're blessed to have a father who actually reads comics. If they're like the, you know, have a, have a parent that doesn't read comics, maybe they'll be like, well, I want to read. Yeah. Who's a parent to sit there and tell their child they can't read? Yeah, exactly. Who cares if it's got pictures in it? The stories are, are phenomenal. Like yeah. we've got, we've had some really good ones. Now, yeah, I wouldn't recommend some of them. I wouldn't recommend like the one you and me have discussed, the question to a child. Yeah, I would no, not recommend no. like three jokers to a child, but I would recommend under the red hood just fine. 
Yeah, well, or like you know, I mean, there, there's, there's more, there's more age-appropriate, kid-friendly Batman stories out there that I'm sure that once they finish that that Fortnite book, though, though, there, there's bound to be a suggestion. Like, hey, if you enjoyed this, why not read that? Or yeah, like you Batman, know, like, the animated series has like three volume omnibuses of Batman the animated series comics. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's it it's for as much as you know, we, we want to gripe about the fact that all oh, great Batman's back in Fortnite or Fortnite is now a part of Batman. It's still, you know, we gotta we gotta see the good in it. And I, I, I honestly I honestly, you know, like I said this morning when you're when you when you broke the story to me, it's like I ain't mad at it. <laughs> you know? Well, as long as the kids aren't doing what they did with Master Chief when they first saw him in Halo, it's like it's the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that one. That one hurts the heart. I don't like to you. That hurts the heart just a just a bit. And they did the same thing with John Wick. Yeah. Oh. But then again, I mean, I mean, I mean, what kid who plays Fortnite is going to be watching John Wick? The fact that that's even a thing blows my mind. I don't know, man, because you'd be really surprised how many parents have let their kids watch movies like Deadpool. Oh, yeah, I don't, oh, man. I mean, I won't even let our kids watch. Like, me and Kara, like, we've discussed it. You know, we let them watch the PG-13 one. Because <laughs> PG-13, we didn't mind it. Yeah. Are we going to let them watch the first one where they have International Women's Day, like, an entire, like, five-minute segment of uh, of booty grabbing? No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> you know, that's... I'm fine with the violence because violence is everywhere. I mean, for Christ's sake, today on HBO Max they dropped the Tom and Jerry movie, which I'm excited to watch. Just saying. oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's classic cartoons. I mean, yeah, yeah classic Looney Tunes is is built on violence. Yeah, and you know, as far as like language, uh, we're we're all we're adults. I mean, yeah, we're trying. You and me are. We talked about it, and we're we're slowly just like you've noticed. I have said some, but I haven't said as many big boy curse words as I normally do because I'm trying to cut back on the swearing on this show. But you know, you can't go into a store without hearing some like 13 or 14 year old dropping the F bomb left and right. Oh, I know it's, it's so yeah. I mean, language they, you doesn't know, bother me in violence. That doesn't bother me. I'm not, you know, I've given my, given the talk to my oldest son, but I'm not letting him watch a fucking 10 minute segment on Deadpool getting laid. Yeah, no, that's not a, that's not, no, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you know, somebody who's not a parent. I, yeah, I'm just, no, that's keep that. Yeah, no, 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 but you're an awesome uncle. Well, you know, I do my, I do what I can. But dude, it's just been, it's been a crazy week. Cause we also, in, in back to Marvel news, we got, the fact that Spider-Man 3 has been titled and been given a release of December of this year. Hell yeah, Spider-Man Home Depot. <laughs> Dude, that was like, it did, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the name, because they announced they were going to drop the name. So immediately, like, Tom Holland was the one that started it. Like, yeah. started posting all these, like, outlandish names that were like title cards for what the movie was going to be. And everyone was just like, well, wait, they just changed it again. And they ended up being so damn funny because we had Spider-Man Homewrecker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we yes. had Spider-Man work from home. <laughs> yeah, very, very uh, on the nose, you know? Yeah. As they say. And, and then the one that you and me absolutely lost it over was Spider-Man Home Depot. And it had Spider-Man wearing the orange vest sitting on top of the Home Depot. Just... Yeah. Oh, man. that the, the, Like, I would hang that poster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And instead, we ended up getting, uh, what is it? Spider-Man No Way Home. That's yeah. the name of the movie. And I like that they kept the theme. They kept the home theme. You know, I thought that was really cool. Uh It'd be really interesting to see. I'm, I'm, in, I, I mean, if you're like, I'm praying, hoping. Like, I, I like candles at night. I, you know, like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sacrificing, you know, chickens at the crossroads for Toby Maguire's return. To Which we talked about the Spider Verse. Like, I want it so bad. I mean, I'm not actually Peter doing Parker, all those. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not actually doing all those things. But like, I, it needs to happen. Old hit, man Peter Parker. Hit, 
him, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man. Oh, absolutely. He was a great Spider-Man. He's too pretty to play Peter Parker. He's a little too pretty. You know, Andrew Garfield's a handsome guy. I mean, what a, you know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no way. There's no I don't know. I thought he was perfect. Like, his accent was perfect. You know, the and, and I'm sorry. If I if you had to choose between the two as far as being an emotional, like, wreck, I'm going with uh, Andrew Garfield because Toby Maguire is an ugly-ass crier. Yeah, yeah. He's not, yeah Andrew not. Garfield, I felt. I felt his pain. Oh, yeah. It was just laughable with Tobey Maguire, but Andrew Garfield, oh, no, I felt that shit on top of the, on top of the building with uh, uh, Captain Stacy and his arms just, like, bleeding out. I, I hurt. I hurt. Oh, dude, yeah. It was, it was fantastic. And, I mean, you know, like, I, I mean, Toby gets a bit of a bad rep, too, just because of, you know, the old spider dance. Uh, uh, they, oh god you haven't seen it yet but they make a joke in regards to that I'll see if I can find the clip on YouTube and send it to you for Into the Spider-Verse they actually make a joke about the spider dance oh that's that makes me happy oh dude <laughs> you're gonna love it because they rip on it it's kind of like what Teen Titans Go to the movies does with uh, the Green Lantern movie and they're talking about all the different you know you got a movie? Yeah, I've got Superman's like, yeah, I've got so many and more to come. And then it's got Wonder Woman's like, yeah, it took many tries, but we finally got one. Green Lantern's like, yeah, we got a movie, but we don't talk about that one. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but, that's just that. I mean, I, I, yeah, well, my disdain for Ryan Reynolds is, uh, is pretty well documented. So I won't, uh, I'll just. Well, I'll just you're allowed to. You're you're Canadian. You're allowed to. I, I don't even I, it's not even that. It's not even the fact that I am Canadian that, you know, like it's just he's, he's a shitty actor. Like if you want if you want like a, a a sarcastic, you know, lawyer, he's perfect. If you want a sarcastic dentist, he's, you know, going to be the guy. You know. He was good in waiting. Ah. He waiting was, just, was a he good was just, movie. He was, yeah, because he was a sarcastic waiter. <laughs> yeah. But I, don't, I think it was Justin Long that made that movie worth watching. Oh, just, Justin Long was, yeah. Him, Luis Guzman. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. what was his name? Uh, uh, Andy. Andy. Ah, crap. The, 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 the two gangster white boys. Oh, Andy Milanakis. That one, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> god they're sitting there getting baked in the freezer eating all the whipped cream oh my god yeah <laughs> and then the angry the angry waitress oh gosh i don't remember who what her name is i don't remember what her name was but i i remember oh. her like freaking out at the end when they were doing the the ball game oh yeah oh man but like yeah i don't know but like you know Deadpool is, you know, it, it, you know, the Green Lantern was not the right movie, the right hero for, for Ryan Reynolds. No. You know, Deadpool is his, you know, it's like they wrote it with him in mind. You know, they invented this character specifically for Ryan Reynolds, you know, he's, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, sarcastic superhero. Perfect. You know, there, it's a match made in heaven. You know. Oh yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed the second movie much more than I did the first. I'm not sure if that's how how that lands in the uh, in the geekdom, but I thought Deadpool two was better. Josh Brolin. That's the only. Yeah. That's the only saving grace. Hundred percent. Cable's the man. <laughs> and Juggernaut, because Juggernaut was the only reason that the first one was any good to me. Oh, Juggernaut was. But I mean, like honestly, if we're gonna if we're gonna you know like now that now that Disney owns all the Fox properties. Can we please get X-Men 3, Vinnie Jones, Juggernaut? Can he be the Juggernaut in the MCU? Oh, you know who played Juggernaut in Deadpool 2, right? No. Well, obviously he was he was CG'd for the movie, but the voice was Ryan Reynolds. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, the voice was Ryan Reynolds. But, but no, listen, because Vinnie Jones, I mean, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Like, I mean, you remember those cartoons? Oh those, God! Yes. Oh God! They, yeah, they, they put that in the movie for the cartoons. 
This is this is I'm the, a juggernaut, and, bitch. I'm gonna hit you with your own pimp. <laughs> yes. If if anyone out there, YouTube it. Just type I, it. I don't, I'm know, a I don't know if bitch. we can like. I don't know if we can like clip it and throw it on the no, Instagram. I, I could probably like share a link of it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. What is it? Legendary. Legendary geek, geek, geek and, geeking the F out on Twitter. Yeah, geeking, t- yeah, geeking the F out on Twitter. Look us up. Follow us. We will hit you with the link to these cartoons because they are exceptional. Dude, like, I laugh. I, I actually watched them not long ago. It was, I forgot so many of the lines that were so funny. And, you know, I, I warn you, we're in a different day and age because back then we had a different kind of humor. There are some... It's definitely not. Jokes, it's definitely but, not like it's definitely not. Uh, yeah, the humor's see. a little. The humor's dated, you know. But like, yeah, I don't, yeah. It's just yeah. It's just, we lived in a different time. Yeah, uh, time. absolutely, absolutely. But you know, but if I've, you got it, you know, like you got to kind of come into it with a, 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 yeah, kind of a looser sense of humor, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got. I still crack up every time. Every time that one dude shoots him, he's like, what was it? The the old man with the gray hair was sitting there talking about some, get get this mustard-looking motherfucker out of here. He's like, ain't that a bitch? I'll catch up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Him carrying Psylocke around, telling some jugs, got jugs. <laughs> Did you ever see part two? Yes. Oh, God. When he was sitting there talking about when uh, going after Xavier at his the funniest one to me was when he was going after Xavier and Xavier like put him in the hologram room talking about some, I ain't it's like, I'm here to get that tape of me fucking that penguin. It's like, I got that <laughs> tape, but I got your other one, Jug Rasset Park. He was like, man, you know, the last time I went to Jug Rasset Park to get the haircut by Velociraptor, I left with a Prince Albert's graphic on my ass hair and a oh tattoo my- on my chest that said Long Dick Willie. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, go watch him after gosh. we're done. Yeah, this is yeah. So yeah, if you enjoy kind of humor like that, be be on the lookout for the link. Oh, oh, oh. The, the Incredible Hulk shows up talking about so what in the fuck? The Johnny Green Giant. <laughs> I thought you'd be selling green beans and shit. Oh man. Oh, it's yeah, it's 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 definitely uh it's a time capsule, like early two thousands just ridiculousness it's yeah every episode is gonna end up in us just losing our mind over something that happened in the past and just laughing the last 10 to 15 minutes oh yeah of course oh shit i'd have forgot the other news that happened this week god damn that was funny oh yeah i know Uh, future state ended no yes most of future state ended we got one more book but that's not set to the end of march so we don't we're not counting that one no. Um, uh, they announced uh, Supergirl? Yes! The, yes. Was it for the Flash movie? Yes. I'm, uh, what, what was her name? Uh, Sasha... Oh, Christ. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't remember what uh, her name is. <laughs> Man, we're awful. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, I I don't do homework. This is your job. <laughs> well, god damn it, I tried. <laughs> we talked about so much stuff this week. Oh, it's true. Yeah. No, 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 not that. Motherfucker. No. But uh. But yeah, I when uh, people are losing their mind over that too as well. Because they. Oh yeah, because she's she's Hispanic, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, we, unless it's a character like Black Panther, where it has a reason to be, to be a, to be a black man, open your mind. Any, they could be, it looks like, just like they wanted to make a, a black John Constantine. I'm okay with it. And I'm the biggest John Constantine fan that anybody knows. Oh yeah. Cause it's called acting. Exactly. Anybody can be anyone. I mean, you know, I mean, I understand. I like the, the, uh, you know, if, 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 if they're, if they're, if they're a person of color, if they're, you know, 
Like they, you know, everybody should be represented. You know. Yes. But it, like, it, but as far as like, you know, in comic books, like everybody is represented. You know, and it's like, you know, just because she's, you know, Supergirl is, you know, like uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, like like Supergirl, like on the CW. Or in the comics. Yeah, or in the comic books. Like, it's called the multiverse. You know? I mean, we found out today we're getting a, a black Superman movie, a, a rumored to get a black Superman movie from yeah, J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Yeah, which... I'm it, okay I, with this. Sign me up. Like, the rumors of... Like, they were talking about Michael B. Jordan playing Superman. I'm like... First... I, I'm the first guy I, in line. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. You know, put that on HBO Max and I'm getting it. <laughs> well, when you, you know? can well, the, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's people are so closed minded that they can't see passes. And, and the funny thing is, these are the same people that praise the movie Birds of Prey and they turn Black Canary from a, a white, blonde haired uh, punk rock singer to a uh, an African-American R&B singer. And honestly, I've watched the movie. And I can only go on ahead and tell you that that is honestly the only saving grace for that movie was Black Canary in that movie. Oh, jeez. I, 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 I haven't seen it. it. I, I haven't seen it, but like, you know, I heard it was good. Everyone you know? says it's good, but, you know, they're also Harley Quinn fans. I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I tried. I watched it because Joey told me that it was Joey from Grapes and Capes told me that uh, you, you got to give it a try. So. I gave it a try, but Black Canary was the only saving grace for it. Fair enough, you know. But you're talking, yeah. I mean, you're 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 also talking to the guy who hasn't watched Shazam or Enter the Into the Spider Verse, or but they're coming. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get to them eventually. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. If you watch Into the Spider Verse, you will never look at a Spider-Man movie the same because it's set. I mean, even if it's an animated one, it yeah. does set the bar ridiculously high. It's really really good oh yeah i'm definitely gonna i'm definitely gonna check it out i honestly and i know it's a bold statement but peter parker has been my spider-man my entire life but i I don't like brian michael bendis as a comic book writer i think that he's late on most of his shit i don't really like a lot of what he does especially with superman but the best thing that he has ever done was created miles morales oh miles morales is super rad dude all those books that i've got yeah you're gonna be starting with holy shit i'm recommending them (laughs) if you haven't read a miles morales comic man to to anybody listening i recommend it because they did a they did a a multiverse kind of story called spider men and it was where miles morales went to another universe where it was peter parker's spider-man the spider-man the peter parker in his universe was dead oh geez he went to his universe, went to another universe to stop. I can't remember somebody. It's been so long since I read it, but uh, he ends up meeting Nick Fury, and they make little jokes, you know, that tie into what the the way it is, and uh, and it ties into what the MCU's got going on because anybody who started, and this is a prime example of what we were just talking about with them making Supergirl. Uh, Hispanic woman, Nick Fury in the comics used to be a white man. Yeah. And now he's a black man and everyone refers like, you know, sees Sam Jackson when they think of Nick Fury. I mean, it's even me. Oh, he's synonymous. He's synonymous with the character. Well, in Miles Morales' universe in the Spider-Man story, you know, he's like, he meets Nick Fury in the other universe and this, you know the black guy looks. Yeah. They drew him to look just like Sam Jackson too. Yeah. So. Well, that was, that was that was that uh, was uh that was a uh, that's the reason why we have him in the movies is because somebody was like, hey man, they're drawing you, you know, that's your your likeness. Like it was the ultimate. It was Ultimate Spider Man where they yes. said it right. Yes. So and he was like he was like cool. You guys can keep using my likeness so long as when the movie if if y'all make a movie, I'm the guy. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. If I can't picture anybody else playing Nick nope. Fury at all. Nope. And, you know. What, what, okay, okay. What about David Hasselhoff? If they were to make him white, yeah. If they were to do the multiverse thing mm-hmm. and then they were to bring in the white Nick Fury meeting the black Nick Fury, yes, I'm 100% down with David Hasselhoff. Guess what, bud? 
What? He exists. Are you fucking serious? IMDb it, man. He plays. Wait, he, wait, I remember that. He plays that. Nick Fury in like an early '90s or like super late '80s. I vaguely movie, remember that around the time of like the Dolph Lundgren Punisher and uh, like that weird Captain America, you know, movie where it's like, "Thanks, you got it, Mister President," and gives him the big old thumbs up. Yeah, it's around it's, that. It's around that time. He had a he had a TV series called Agent Nick Fury of Shield. <laughs> okay. Ah, damn, I forgot all about that. There you go. I didn't hit you with the hit you with some uh, knowledge. Yeah, that's right. Some deep cuts. But yeah, they made a comment in the comic book though, because like Miles kept looking at Nick, and Nick thought that he was like looking at him like he was in trouble or something. And it was like you can speak your mind, son. So yeah. it's like I'm sorry, I'm just not used to this. He's like, what? Because I know it's a different change coming from one universe to another. He was like, no, it's not that. Where I come from, my Nick Fury is uh, white, and then. In typical Sam Jackson form, the way they wrote it, he was like, well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I thought that was great. The thing that, like, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, it's the internet and people are going to complain, but, like, at the end of the day, everyone deserves a Superman. Everyone deserves a Batman. Everyone deserves a Spider-Man. You know? Yes. Everybody deserves their heroes. No matter and what. It's, you know... I know you. I know you're an Xbox and a PC guy, so you've never played Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll just go on ahead and tell you there was a part in Miles Morales Spider-Man, the second game. At the very end, you know he beats the bad guy and he plummets to the earth, mm -hmm. and you know he doesn't die, but his mask got blasted off of his face. Yeah. So everyone in Harlem saw who he was. They know who he was, and I know that's a big no-no for you. But I mean, uh, but this is where it'll get really boss to you at the same time. Yeah. He starts to come to and then like realizes, you know, that he's got his mask off and everyone's staring at him. But one of the guys walks up and hands him his mask back. Yeah. That's he cool. puts, he puts it on. And just as he's putting it on, uh, the press and the police all show up and they see him uh, zip off. And so everyone's around like, and this goes to like a thing that is actually remember Pee Wee, right? The guy yeah. that when we were in the band, he gave us the barbecue sauce that was like fucking divine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he's from Brooklyn, so he was explained. He explained to me ages ago that I actually got to see it in this video game. That this is how Harlem is. Uh, the police, the, the everyone was asking, him, was like, "Did you get a look at his face? We saw him put his mask back on. Who is he? Who is he?" It was like, "Oh yeah, we know exactly who that is. That's our Spider Man." And they left it at that. They didn't That's say cool. his name. They were like, Harlem looks out for his own. That's cool. I dig that. And they did They did that in Spider-Man too, you know? Oh, that's right. The, the train. The yeah, in the train scene. You know? They're just like, who is he? That's Spider-Man. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I love how they kept it referring to it, It's yeah. just a kid. It's just a kid. It's Spider-Man too. It's just a kid. Like, yeah, dude, 40, that motherfucker. 40-year-old really Toby Maguire. He's a kid. Oh, my God. Dude's like, you know, he's got smile lines. And, you know, jeez. You know, crow's feet on the sides of his eyes. He's, he's just a teenager. No, it is old man Toby Maguire. Every, every. Every 90s movie ever cast like 30 year old people to play high school students, and it's just like, yeah. who the hell are you trying to kid with this? I love Tobey Maguire though. Like, those, those, the first two Spider Man, even the third one, man, for all its faults. It's like trying to cast when they cast Devin Sawa as Seth Green to play in Idle Hands as high school students. Oh man, Devin Sawa could pull it off, man. He's still young, but Seth uh, not anymore. No, oh, age no, was no. not kind to him at all. <laughs> oh man, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, 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 but I, I suppose, uh, I don't know, man. Is there anything else new? I can't, I can't think of anything, you know, uh, anything new. And I mean, unless there's any Animal Crossing people out there that they came out with a Mario pack that has like a whole bunch of shit, but I don't. I don't know anything. No, that's that. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that'll about do it for us this week, eh? Oh yeah, dude. I'm that was another fucking great one. I'm putting this shit out ASAP. Oh yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Geek in the 
geeking the <laughs> F out. Yeah. You can't really put the F word up there, even in your tiny your handle. You might be able to, but I'm not trying it. But you can find us on Geeking the F Out on Twitter and on Instagram at Legendary Geek Outs Podcast. That's right. You can find me out in the streets. <laughs> That's it. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Later, people. <laughs>